Welcome to the family with JB, Andy Brent Bernard, Melissa Bernard. Oh, see? Right there. Uh. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. A justice flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. We are back, JB. Where's JB? He went to rescue his sandwich. Oh, he has a sandwich? Okay. That's what he said. A legendary director, Joe. Oh, here he is right here. Look at did that. you rescue your sandwich? Yes, I did. From where? Downstairs. Jesus. He's Palomino. very happy to be back in this building. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, so's Alex. Yeah, the downstairs place is nice. It is really, really nice. A legendary director joins the trio of A-list actors in The Irishman, a Netflix-based film uh, on a uh, 2004 book in which hitman Frank Sheeran confesses to dozens of killing in his work for the Italian mob. Including that of Jimmy Hoffa, by the way, now in theaters. Now, will you guys go see this? Anybody go see this? Probably not. Mm-mm. No? I'll wait for it to show up on some streaming. Well, Netflix. It'll be on Netflix. I don't. I think it's only going to be in theaters for one week, and then it is going to go right on Netflix. Well, to show you how up-to-date we are with our entertainment, we, we've we been watching Deadwood, which has been over for, what, a decade? It's a good show, though. <laughs> and for the first time, I just watched part of Boo, A Medea Halloween. I wouldn't watch that with your eyes, but, you know. I haven't watched it either. So. No? no? It's terrible. Uh, Melissa likes the Medea movies. I think Medea oh, is funny. I've never seen one. You can't take them seriously. No. I mean, they're no. not, like, high comedy, that's for no. sure. I mean, what what's funny is is that he's he's like he's doing, like, what... Um, Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Murphy used, used to do, do yeah. Yeah. where he's playing right. like multiple characters and dressing right. up as you know and he owns gigantic it all. women. Yeah, exactly. And he, I don't know, he's fun. It's funny. He owns the movie sets. He owns the movies. Yeah, he, he owns yeah. everything. Wow. That's he smart, does. though. Well, he started. It, is smart. it was a stage. Like all of his stuff was, were stage shows before he developed oh. the movies. Well, so, you, know, yeah. Yeah. you know what was <clears throat> filmed on there was. Are you going to eat or are you going to talk in the air? What's the no, deal? The way to go, JB. I don't even... Yeah. You're a disaster. <laughs> I haven't even started. Yeah. You know what was... No. Facebook. <laughs> there you go. What? Um, Dolomite. Dolomite. Coming out. When? It's already out. Oh, is it out already? Oh, it yeah. came out like a week ago, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, Last that's right. Sunday. Yeah, that's right. And... Um, I've been on the road a lot. Bad Boys 2 or 3, whatever it is, their latest. Are Dolomite. they still boys? Ah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Bad boys, whatever number. Well, the reason I ask you if they're still boys because Men in Black now one of them's a woman. It's true. It's like that's Men true. in Black. Well, Bad Boys one's are, a woman. are still. It's still Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. 
Was that any good? Haven't watched it yet. It's in my. I haven't either. It's in my queue, but I haven't watched it. Yet. In your queue? Well, Pardon me. Men I'm in Black because... initiated the women, the woman thing in number two. So it's not a phenomenon. Yeah, but there's just two of there's them. There's a woman. That there's no, a woman. There are two of them. But now, like everybody's and she's making one of them. it. I know, but everybody's making it like finally we have a woman as a oh, man. Oh, I know. It's but that's it's like, what I'm afraid of. Oh, I'm afraid they, the entire movie is going to be about you know girl power. Number well, number two initiated that the the veterinarian or doctor in number one that like found the cat. Mm-hmm. Like she became a man in black in number two. So it's like okay, not new. Agent T. Oh, wait, no, it's Patrick Orburton. So it's... It just, agents K, J, and T. They're all men. Michael Jackson as Agent M. I didn't even remember that. What? Apparently he <laughs> what? was in Men in Black too. Michael Jackson was? I don't remember that. Agent M, yep. Hey, we should go chase him down. <laughs> okay, yeah, great, Michael. Yeah, That's he'd wonderful. be real terrifying. <laughs> real terrifying guy to have chasing you. I didn't know that. I had no idea he was... I saw Men in Black 1. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah. It wasn't great. It was pretty good, but... I don't know what to tell you. I did the um, Twin Cities premiere intro for Men in Black. I remember that. Hmm. And the franchise went right into <laughs> it. It was unbelievable. It was I unbelievable. Even, I was even idiot enough to dress like them that day. Well, did you really? Yes, I did. God, I wish I would have been there. That would have been great. <laughs> Were you Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> really? <laughs> Let me think. Well... To Let be fair, think. you do have a little bit darker skin than both of them. Yes, so. I do. <laughs> it'd be hard. To, it'd be hard to uh, to match up with either of them. <laughs> Hi, Daisy. JB, did you hear my you Uber driver? The uh, the Uber driver down in Nashville. Uh-uh. So we get in an Uber down in Nashville, and there's a guy from I think Nigeria or someplace <laughs> in Africa, anyway. And he looks at me, and goes, "Young man, put on your seatbelt." <laughs> so I did. And then he goes, "Where are you from?" And I said, Minnesota. He goes, Minnesota? I used to live in Prior Lake. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, and I also lived in Faribault. I said, really? I didn't write some. Well, why'd you ever move? And he goes, 50 below, too cold for an African boy. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that would be his answer. Yep. <laughs> Two, the reason below. 90% of people leave Minnesota. Yeah, that and the taxes. Yeah, that's yep. true. That is very, very true. But... Um, so, so you guys gonna wait for the Irishman? Uh, oh, it doesn't debut on wait Netflix. Wait indefinitely, yes. It comes out today in theaters <laughs> apparently, but it doesn't come out on Netflix till November twenty seventh, which is isn't that Thanksgiving? So around the twenty so. uh, what the twenty what twenty seventh. That's the day That's before the day Thanksgiving. Before oh, it is twenty eighth. Okay, <clears throat> so yeah, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. That makes sense. That does make sense. Uh, it's you, Martin Scorsese. What you know what Netflix is doing now? What. You know, when... Losing money? Well... Lots of money. Well, when it used to, like, when an episode updated, the new banner would be on front of the the yeah. uh, icon or whatever. They stopped doing that. I know. Huh. They did? Now they're, like, it's, like, super old for some reason. They don't update anymore. So they'll... It's too much effort. What they'll do is it'll come up in your queue first. And, like, because uh, Schitt's Creek yeah. has new episodes now. Right, exactly. The Ranch has new episodes. And it was some, one other show. They all have new episodes. So Schitt's, Schitt's Creek, Creek is on Netflix now? It's been on Netflix. It started on Pop TV. Right. I watched it on Hulu. Oh, you did? Yeah. Well, I didn't know I that. mean, this was, like, probably eight years ago, but yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done the, the whole uh Run of both of those, or Ben's both of those. Mm-hmm. Let's say Shit's Creek is just trying to be kooky to be kooky. Oh, no. Oh, did it go there? Yeah. I can't take Ran out cookie. of ideas, so now it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alex loves it, so it must be kooky. She likes kooky. <laughs> that is very, very true. Yeah. Uh, speaking like of I Alex. Ch- I tried to watch, uh, God, what was it, um, a series of unfortunate events on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, talk about kooky. I couldn't stand it. I like the movie, the Jim Carrey. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, Jim Carrey. Yeah, Lemony Snicket. Yeah, the movie was good, but yeah, the TV show. show. Ne- everything Netflix makes is bad, I feel like. It's not great. Well, Bobby, except why for, we canceled it. 
Isn't Netflix, uh, that's where they have, uh, oh, what the hell is the one, Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin? Oh, yeah, that's been updated, too. That's a great show, though. Well, is, it, is that suck now, too? What would that be? They, it, there was only eight episodes. The first six were pretty good, and then the last two were... The Kaminsky Method? Yeah. Yep. The last anyway. two was like, huh? Why are we going there? Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you guys something. I haven't talked about this yet, so I may as well talk about it now, but... I uh, back in the back in September started recording uh, my favorite shows for the upcoming season and all the rest of it. Uh, I have about fifty programs recorded, and every time I sit down to watch one, I go, "They've ruined television. Yep. They they have destroyed television because it's mm-hmm. all political. Mm-hmm. It's all ass kiss for this, that, or the other thing. <clears throat> it's terrible." I don't know why, you know, I, I want to watch Blue Bloods. I want it to be about cops, not about race relations. It's right. like, Jesus. Everything's about, it's your fault, JP. Well, you know, I don't, my political leanings are more than metal. So I don't yes, lean either way. <clears throat> no, I don't either. I, I just, every show now is about race relations or this, or it's always, it's something political every time now. Well, so they, they I'm done. They can't be creative, so they, no. they steal stuff from the headlines. I guess, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, do you think that they can't be creative because they won't let them be? I think Probably. that's. Or they're, yeah. or they're fe- fearful to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that might be what protested it is. or canceled or something. Right. I mean, well, I watched. Yeah. I watched one thing they got going now, JB. It's hilarious. Every show now, there's one called Stump Town. Another one, yeah. Whatever. I don't. I don't remember the name. Of it. But in every show now, the white woman detective falls in love with the black inspector. Mm-hmm. It's like, right. yeah, I know. I, what does it have to be every show though? <laughs> it's like, good God, I love who you love. I got no problem with it whatsoever. But I don't really want to hear about only that for the rest no, of my it's life. It's a breath of fresh air when it's a white guy and a black woman. Yeah, exactly. Which is well, weird. good. No, we're like good. how one-sided that whole thing is. I know is. it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. What's well, Hollywood's politics? Ugh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I've seen it in some commercials. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah a lot of commercials, yeah. And, a lot of commercials. And, and my memory's failing me right now, but I, there is a TV show where it's happening, but I can't remember what Ah, uh, yeah, there is. Well, there, there's a TV show that has a white guy with a black woman, too, though. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's what you're talking it's about. It's a lot okay. more unusual. It is a lot more unusual. But But here's the problem. If you've been around people, uh, you know, of different colors than you your whole life, you don't care about that kind of thing. No, it's just like, yeah, I don't I've seen get it. that before. Exactly. Yeah. There were white women going out with black guys when I was a kid, and that was 50 years ago. Sadly, in certain parts of this country, that's new. I know, but you know They're where it's still new? still uncommon. The South. Well, it's also the new. The lower Midwest. Upper, upper middle class white people. Right. Here's what I love, by the way. Uh, Michelle Obama came out and did a talk about uh, witnessing white flight when she was a kid. That's all Minnesota is, is white flight. If you ever know, say, all, all the people who stand up there and say, well, we've got to do something for the people of color in this. Oh, by the way, I'm going to head out to my house 25 miles west of here. <laughs> That's such bullshit. I mean, I, just, I, saw that, I saw that as a kid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But it's always been like that here. You know, they well, look, they sealed off North Minneapolis so nobody could get out. Right. <laughs> they really did, but... Yeah, I, I just, I don't really want to hear how white people who have money are catching up with the world now. And I also don't understand, don't go after people because of their their orientation, their gender, or their skin color, except for white men who all suck. Like, what? What is that? Does that make any sense to As you? Someone who works in a college, I bet you know exactly what they're writing. <laughs> oh, I bet you they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. JB, has that gotten to be a huge pain in the ass? Oh, yeah. Punching is. up, punching down, power plus privilege, et cetera, well, like, et cetera. I, Yeah, it's true. People will always come up with a like a rationalization for yes, that's exactly mentality. Right. Well, yeah. the, um, the last time I was here, you weren't here, Tom. But I said, Once again, I was on the road working my ass off, JP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it is now I look at it as the newest form of bullying. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, too. And nobody will say it, but it is. It's like either you're on our side or yep. we're going to. You know it, what, though? And it's like, isn't it bullying? Well, it's the same as it's always been. People make a mob, and that mob 
rules. Yeah, they yeah. exert their power over everyone else because mm-hmm. that's what people do. I will tell you, though, JB, I don't know if you saw it or not, but uh, your former president, Barack Obama, came out against woke yesterday. And I was very proud of him for doing that. He came on and said, you need to give that up. Mm -hmm. That ain't going to work. It's not going to happen. He talked about all of it. He said, you need to stop doing this. Well, and I've heard other people say it, too. It's just like it's just a stupid term that people use. Woke. they go, look at me, I'm woke. Yeah, me, like, well, look at me, they can just stop there because that's what they really want you to do. Just look at me. Oh, I'm so important. Right. Whatever. It's like my views have matured, but they really yeah. haven't changed yeah. since I was 18, 19 years old. Well, let me ask you a question, JB. You and I have known each other for over 30 years now. Right. Knowing you and you knowing me probably changed, you know, brought us both closer to what a, an idea really is. Right. I mean, that's how the world's supposed to, to work. Yes. You know, you, uh, I've learned things from you. I've learned things from Michael Bryant, from Doug Sprinthal, all I've, kind of people. And I've learned things from all all those people, yeah. plus people I'd worked with at the, at the university in the sure. athletic department. <clears throat> yep, absolutely. So I, I just would like to get back to where we stop using skin color as a way to start a fight. It's like, Jesus. Right. Did you hear the show this morning? I was talking to Pass about working at Dayton's when I was sixteen. No, but I think I've heard it before. That story. I'm stocking the shelf, sixteen years old, Dayton's downtown. And this has nothing to do with Dayton's. It was a great story. It was a clientele in this particular case. But I'm stocking the shelves in the candy counter on the first floor of Dayton's downtown Minneapolis Seventh and Nicollet. And a woman comes in and uh, did not ask for licorice babies. She asked for big N babies. <laughs> In full voice, right in front of everybody. It's like, How old was she? She was probably 45, something like that. Well, I don't know. See, that's the problem, Andy. I was 16, so everybody over 20 looked like they that's were 100 true. to me. So, right. You know, it's just how it I is. I don't know, 45 in the 50s. That, you know, I was born in 1910. Wasn't in the 50s. Oh, I 16? Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, the 60s. You know, when I was born just after World War One. <laughs> God. But, uh, so that's it just all like works a out. certain nut has within, the, as I was growing up. Oh, you mean the Brazil nut? Yes. The has, toe? Yeah, has a different name. Oh, though. yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. By the, oh, yeah. By the adults in my... It's like, my grandmother, who mm-hmm. is no longer with us, but yeah, that's what she called it. A lot of people in that generation and did. I, yeah. like, as a kid, I didn't like think anything of it, but as I got older, I was like, you know, why do you why do you do that? Like, well, I didn't really care for it either when when JB's grandmother referred to a banana as a honky penis. But, you know. <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up on the fly. That's why it didn't sound too good actually. Right. We'll be back right yeah. after this with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. 
Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Here we go. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. A little news, a little information. We're just talking about television. Uh, and and I, like I said, I like Chicago PD. I like Blue Bloods. I like, uh, there are all kinds of shows that I like. But I, ha- I just can't talk myself into watching them because I know what's going to happen. You know, we were just, talking about Stumptown. Uh, Stumptown is actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's very predictable. It's the only problem. Melissa will attest that when I watch TV, I have a habit of predicting what the next scene is going to be. Yeah, and it always is. Yeah. Well, when we watch Hallmark Channel, of <laughs> well, course, yeah. you know what's happening. Everyone knows Come what's on, happening. Gee, I wonder if the fat guy with a white beard is going to turn out to be Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of negative. Well, I mean, Call every Santa Hallmark fan. movie is the exact same. <laughs> it's true. I mean, every Happy endings? Well, yeah. There's never been a bad ending on the Hallmark Channel, I don't think. <laughs> no, probably not. It's all pretty fun. Well, they run Christmas movies year-round on there, don't they? No. But they start early. Oh, they, they start, start in July. They, no, they... They well, just started, they, like, yesterday. They have a... Oh, no, no. It's been on there for quite some time. They have a, a period during um, July where it's Christmas in July, so they do oh, that. Oh, yeah, And yeah. then they cut it off. And then, and then the countdown, countdown to Christmas, Christmas started mm-hmm. last weekend. You so, know yeah. what? This is getting creepier by the day. <laughs> I just saw something change on my screen while you were talking. Let me read what it says here that just popped up on my screen. If you could read this, leave me alone because I'm watching Hallmark movies. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Is Google. it getting that bad? Interesting. Really? Oh, yeah. It really is, isn't it? It's that bad, isn't it? Yep. yep. We're just not going to be left alone ever again. Uh, it's eventually, just the government is going to be forced to pass a law that says you can't listen without someone's explicit permission. Yeah, I yeah. would certainly It's going hope to happen so. eventually. I mean, God, I hope so. The Maybe. government is just like, they're. If you look at the laws regarding stuff like the internet, it talks as if it was written 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, because it was. was. Yeah, exactly. It just takes that long to make anything into a law. So by the time they make it illegal for Google to listen to you while you're not, you know, without permission, we're already going to be on to the next, you know. Your brain chip is listening to you without permission. Let's pass a law against that. (laughs) Probably. Probably true. This is a very, very sad story. A seven-year-old girl in Chicago who went out trick-or-treating in a bumblebee outfit ended up fighting for her life in Stroger Hospital. Police say the girl was with family members and other trick-or-treaters on a sidewalk in the little village neighborhood. On the west side, around 5.30 p.m., when she was shot in the chest by a man on the other side of the street. Shot a seven-year-old girl right in the chest. Why? Uh, Hopefully we can find out. Yeah, probably. Chicago police spokesman Anthony Guglielmi. Uh, says the girl was apparently un- an unintended victim. Police say a group of men was chasing another man down the street when one of them fired at the person being chased. Maybe you should look for kids before you open fire. Right. Just a yeah. thought. How about... Or just stay- not. Right. Yeah. How about just... It's Halloween, you idiots. I know. It's how Halloween. About, how about putting it in your brain that there's probably kids out, so let's not be shooting in the neighborhood. It would be good. Now, I do have a question. Something Mm -hmm. I brought up uh, on the show this morning. I want to get your take on it. The one problem I do have, it's one of the, well, a big problem that I have with everybody needs to help everybody and everybody's the same. No, we are not all the same. I have never been so stupid as to open fire on someone on Halloween night in the middle of a street. You have to be a moron to do something like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, stupid people cannot function at the same level as... You know, the more learned. It was a gang thing, of course. Of course it was. There's there's a lot of functioning illiterate out there, Tom. Oh, yeah. A lot. There's no doubt about it. And they cannot, you can't hand the keys to to the kingdom to people who can't function properly. Now, it's not their fault they're morons, but it's not my fault they're morons either. No, yeah, exactly. So I'd like to take my seven-year-old girl trick-or-treating, if I possibly could, in her bumblebee outfit. Mm-hmm. And this was a young black girl, of course, on the west side, ended up getting shot. So do we not care for that reason? Is that why we don't care about this? We Explain don't care it because it's gangs, and gangs 
would actually fight back if you start fighting them. JB was sitting there 30-some years ago when I told the, the people in charge in Minneapolis, uh, you better do something about the gangs in North mm-hmm. Minneapolis. And they said, we don't have any gangs in North Minneapolis. Well, if they admitted there was gangs, the gangs might come after them and tell them to, you know. Why didn't they come after me? They, had a, they didn't have a gang problem, but they had gangs. Yeah, yeah. and gang, gangs turn into gang, gang problems. problems. Yeah, they do. Yep, it's just kind of what they do. And that was probably, what, about 33 years ago, something mm-hmm. like that? Something like that, yeah. Uh, when was Don Frazier the, the mayor? It was quite a while ago. Anthony Boza was the, uh, the police chief, and, and uh, Don Frazier was the mayor, and they both, they both went after me for saying it. That guy over in KQRS, he's wrong. We don't have any gangs. Yeah, you do. Maybe you ought to get off your ass and go into North Minneapolis once in a while see what's going on in there. People um, are only willing to fight something if it doesn't fight back. Good point. Channel 4 um, did a retrospective on uh, the cop that was killed 30-something years ago that kind of was the powder keg to all of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They said the officer's name, too. Now I can't remember it. It was a white police officer, and he was killed in that pizza restaurant or whatever. Yeah, on, on Lake Street. Right. <clears throat> yeah. But, yeah, it was like that was like the announcement that we have a gang problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that's when they took it serious. Oh, when he killed the he had to kill a cop to make it serious. Mm-hmm. I said, what, wasn't that called like the pizza Jerry pistol Hoff. or something? Yeah, Jerry yeah, Gary, Hoff. Jerry Hoff, that's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. Very good. It was a, a was it some sh- the pizza shack or something like yeah. that? Yeah, pizza shack. It was pizza shack. It was 1992. <clears throat> Unbelievable. September 26, 1992. When was Don Frazier last mayor of Minneapolis, Andy? I think it would that it must have been probably 88, 89, something like that, maybe. Somewhere in there. I don't know what the hell's wrong with that. I think I ate I ate a little bite, bite of a peanut butter sandwich. And I can't talk now. My throat's all clogged <laughs> with peanut butter. I got a really high voice all of a sudden. Uh, Whenever I need my voice to be a hell, I'll just eat peanut butter. 94. That was 94? Well, 80 to 94. Yeah, 80 to 94. He was mayor for a long time. He was mayor for a long time. I didn't know it was that long. I thought it was until about 88, 89, 90, but well, it was 94. Well, until, what, 85 during that period. So Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's very good. Speaking, 86, actually. Yeah. Speaking of candy and um, Halloween... A friend of mine posted pictures of things that they found in their kids' candy. We've what? got a uh, starburst uh, with safety pins. That's not real. I'm a little skeptical. She took these pictures. These are all her pictures. We've got uh, sweet tarts with pills. Oh, Jesus. Yep. We've got a cigarette. Oh, okay. This yeah, is a but joke. he asked for it. It's a joke. Hey, do you have a Winston? There's no way someone put a cigarette in a Snickers. Like a lit cigarette. It's got to be a joke. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't be buying that if I were you. I'm pretty sure that's not right. It looks like her hand. Well, yeah, it looks she's like probably her making hand. a joke. Oh. You know who fell for it? Melissa Bernard. <laughs> yep, that's I sure cool. did. There you it is. fell for it. Nope, it's not real. Of oh, course good. it's not real. Good. Did you look at the pins? The cigarette was a giveaway. But 75 of them in the Starburst. There's two. <laughs> There's only two in there. Yeah, there was a... I could believe it, though. Wait a minute. i got to clear my throat. <laughs> Soccer. <laughs> anyway. Hey. There's what? a former gopher baseball player on his post, one of his postings last night. He goes, look what I found in my Skittles. And then he pulls back and it's an AK-47. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. That was a former gopher football player? Baseball player. Baseball player, okay. Mm-hmm. That's very funny. Tell him I said it was very funny. There's an AK-47 in my Skittles. <laughs> so, like, the very Love tip, tip of the gun <laughs> in the package. And then, <laughs> and then the rest is sticking out. Love it! So, yeah, I don't know. Is this? I just want to make sure this little girl is, uh, find out if she's going to live in a Chicago police spokesman, Anthony Giuliani. Giuliani. Uh, says the girl is apparently unintended victim. There was a, it was a gang deal. We heard the shots, four shots. Went outside. Lali Lara, who works in a nearby cell phone store, tells the Tribune the girl's father was screaming. My little girl's been shot. I, how do you get through something like that? You got your baby yeah. girl out there in a bumblebee outfit, and you have to yell out, "Somebody shot my little girl." I don't even know how the hell you, your brain gets around that. Watching your little girl be shot. 
for trick-or-treating. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not clear whether he was the intended victim, by the way. Police say a 30-year-old man was shot in the left hand during the incident. This is unacceptable. Oh, wait, do you think so? Is it? <laughs> it's unacceptable to be shooting trick-or-treaters at Halloween. Uh, said uh, Sergeant Rocco Alioto, a seven-year-old girl that was trick-or-treating with her family had to get shot because a group of guys want to shoot at another male. Yeah, this is a gang deal all the way, no doubt. But it doesn't say, it says she nearly lost her life, so I'm, I don't know. It doesn't really say if she's okay or not. I can't really tell. Well, it would be helpful. What are you going to do? Um, oh, God. One comment on the story. Just one word, Chirac. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I, I Do you think we need to learn a lesson by the, all these, you know, all these problems that are going on and everybody sits there and nothing ever. And Chicago's got a black female mayor now, right? Mm-hmm. I thought she said she was going to step up. Now, look, I know she can't control something like this, but we need to get this off our streets and people need to go to prison forever because what most likely will happen is, well, the little girl didn't die, so you should probably go to the European health spa for a couple of months and just hang out there. Nobody gets punished for anything anymore either. Do you know what I'm saying? No, but they... Um... <sighs> That's because it's like, well, it's punishment has swung way too far for one race and not for another. So it's like if they did bad. You mean back did, in the old days? No, now. Why? Who gets punished more now? Well, they they claim that the prisons are um, the percentage of blacks is double or triple than the percentage of whites in prison. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if they do wrong, they do wrong. Yeah, I mean, that's all. Do, do they throw in the stats as to who perpetra- who the perpetrators are to all these crimes? Right. I mean, is there also a two-to-one in perpetrators? It's, like, it's all know, a gang thing. The right. vast it majority is, yeah, of random thought, killings yeah. like that are gang activity. Yeah, you can't really just say black people you have because to bl- bust up the gangs. Black that's... people are not are not responsible for what gangs do. No, they're you not. Know? They, not. They tried to exist. Within that environment. Yes, that's it. Well, yeah, absolutely. And I do remember that growing up, too. I remember the, you know, older black women come home from work on the bus, and I'd be on the bus coming home from washing dishes down at Donaldson's or Dayton's when I was a stock boy down there. And they would talk about that very thing, huh? but they'd work their ass off, and they got these kids that just won't behave and mm-hmm. causing all this violence and all the rest of it. Uh, and the problem is, as soon as they can't afford to get out, they leave. They do, yes. That's exactly right. Um, who's got any money on them? You got, anybody got any cash on them? I have like yeah. $5. Okay, you have only $5? I think so. Because as of about, uh, oh, two, three more minutes, you won't have any. Neither will I. Because Elizabeth Warren promises today to spend more than $20 trillion over the next decade to provide government-funded health care. Mm. You do realize that if she does that, Everybody's going to be broke. Well, there'll be a civil war. Yeah, well, there would be a civil war, because if she says she's going to spend twenty trillion, they'd actually end up spending about thirty trillion. Uh, three, they think it's like three point two trillion a year to cover everybody, which means every person in this room would have, have to come up with ten thousand dollars a year just to pay for that. Yep. Because we we all have that money. Yeah. yeah well, exactly. Well, but, and not a, let alone like we're already in so much debt. Why not? Grab on some more, right? Well, it's only like twenty-three let's trillion just, or something. Let's just get some it? more. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go more. Uh, if the program fails to raise eight point eight trillion dollars, which, which program? Okay, companies with fewer than fifty employees would be exempted. And Warren said employers already offering health benefits reached under collective bargaining agreements will be allowed to reduce how much they send to federal coffers, provided they pass those savings on to employees. If the program fails to raise eight point eight trillion dollars, Warren says she'd impose a supplemental contribution requirement for big companies. It ain't ever gonna happen. No, no I, I mean, agree. never gonna happen. She's pandering. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Yeah, they've it's, already. I mean, they've already tried, and you know what? Yeah, like, I know. you know what? I, I, I like the idea of having a universal healthcare system. I mm-hmm. do, but in 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 the United States, it's just not a realist. We've never been that way, and so no. we're never going to get that way. We and don't does, have the mindset. Does it work anywhere else? I mean, I don't know. I'm. When I, don't when know I was in doesn't. the UK, I mean, like they 
they have a very good program. It's not perfect, but obviously nothing's perfect, but they all love their health care system. Okay, and, how many people live in England? Do you know? Does anybody know how many I, people live I in don't. England? I don't. No because they use Canada as an example, which you can't do because there's only 35 million people in Canada. Right. 66.4 million. Well, so it's nowhere near as big. It's, it's well, one-sixth no. the size of the United right. States. The right. problem is the United States is so big, it's, so, yeah. it's never going to happen here. But it's also, it was not founded on that principle of of being able to care for an entire nation, right? Right, so, right, yes, So exactly. to try to switch that mindset is like, it's like right. beating a dead horse. Oh, that's also the entire population of the U.K., which I don't think the NHS covers, like, Northern Ireland and that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, that's all of the U.K., 66 million? Yeah, I don't know what the NHS covers. I think they do. They, even though they're not part of the U.K.? They are part of the U.K. Northern uh, Ireland is oh, the we got to take oh, a break. South, South Ireland is what yeah. I meant. Well, they're not part of the U.K., We'll figure it out. We'll be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Are you talking about me or Barack Obama? Thank you very much. Great to be here. Well, there's basically no difference between the two. Well, that's know. true. Barack and I. <laughs> Hard I to do tell. Agree, I do agree with Barack Obama on the woke situation. I couldn't agree more. Matter of fact, those exact things he said have been talked about for the last two years on the Gay Q Morning Show. Yeah. It's like, you can't do this. You cannot destroy someone's life just because you don't agree with them. Good God. Yeah, How no, childish is out that? out of favor with the Twitter <clears throat> woke. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, I heard. Are they going after him big time on oh, Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> he Look, was their Twitter hero. Twitter is literally like the most insane people. In oh, the it's Europe. disgusting. Do you think that's where morons go because it's easier yes. to think up yes. 140 Absolutely. characters? 100%. The moron deal, I am not even kidding. Like, I people couldn't agree more. who don't have an IQ, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Ten years ago, <laughs> it was YouTube comments. Today, it's Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And, like, people who just go on to Twitter just to freak out, like, those people don't have an IQ. People who actually use it as a, yeah. as a smart tool, you know, to, like, promote their business or promote an organization or things like that, right. like, that is fine. But people who are just, like, bitching on, you know, on there just to do it is... Those people don't have IQs. Well, the biggest problem is your president does it all the time. And, and oh, there's no doubt about example. it. Perfect he example. Needs to get You're the right. hell off of Twitter, yeah. Yeah, he really needs to get off of Twitter. He's he really not showing he did how recently, smart he is. Though. What yeah. did he do? Now? He posted a photoshopped picture of, of him, a dog of him putting like a dog paw medal around the <laughs> neck of that dog, and all these internet detectives are like, "I can tell this is fake because it's like it's a dog paw medal. I don't think that's a real congressional medal, but." Good job sniffing that one out. Yeah, it was really a, that was a tough one for you, wasn't it? Why'd the Met Council chair resign? Nora Slovic, Slovic, 
is the second member of the cabinet of DFL Governor uh, Tim Walz to have uh, to leave during his first year. Oh no, it's the same thing with Trump. <laughs> yeah, people come and people go. It happens all yes, the time. They do. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Tim Walz, but he seems like a pretty decent guy. Uh, do you know him at all, JB? Don't know him at all, but his uh, cousin is my personal physician. What? Interesting. <laughs> it's weird. What's your what's the, what's the, his name? Was oh, it a woman or a man? It's a man. Good guy. Yes. Oh, so there you go. I have heard that Tim Wall is a good guy. I don't know him. I've never met him. He's been invited to be on this show, so he might pop on one of these days. But, but um, yeah, Dr. Waltz, he uh, works in Boynton Health Services over at the University of Minnesota. Huh. And when Tim Wall started running for governor, I was like, they got to be related. And I asked him, yeah. and he goes, yes. He goes, yeah, I think he's a cousin or something like that. So. I do that same thing with Catherine. I think I'm married to her or something. I I'm not sure, but uh, what are you going to do? I don't really. Oh, Jesus. Now I'm looking down at the Star Tribune. Man killed, wife injured in St. Paul Highland Park shooting. That happened this morning. Okay, well, can we just maybe not mow people down? That would be kind of nice. Yeah. You think? Uh, I don't know if that was what that was all about either, but uh, ooh, ooh, wait a minute! I got to see if is my I don't know if Michael Bryant's involved in the children's theater stuff or not, but apparently they just reached the an agreement now, and I think that might be the is that the last one? What? Um, the uh, for some reason Star Tribune just shut me out. Uh, how much more money do I need to send you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Get off my screen, you bastards. Well, the, um, they had the agreement, but then the agreement was going to make the people getting the money pay something. or It, it, it was something really convoluted. And it was like, mm. uh, make them pay the legal fees or something. And so then, uh, of course, the victims raised hell about that which they should have and then the children's theater people was like oh that was not our intention so maybe they finally straightened it all out to where it's just you pay the victims and you move on and just nobody nobody gets hurt any further there you have it you know how everybody loves to talk about how horrible the united states is it's just a horrendous place and it's the worst place on earth you've heard that haven't you Oh, yeah, which makes me wonder why do people f risk their life constantly to get here. To get here, exactly. Well, here's an example of why the United States is not the worst place on earth to live, okay? There was outrage in Spain on Thursday as five men were sentenced to between 10 and 12 years in prison for sexual abuse in a case involving a 14-year-old girl. As the BBC reports, the court uh, acquitted the men of more serious charge of sexual aggression, which would have granted sentences of between 15 and 20 years. You know why they only got 10 years instead of 20 years? Well, there wasn't really rape because they didn't have to resort to violence or intimidation because she was unconscious. Mm. Mm. Well, These five men had sex with an unconscious 14-year-old, and they're saying that's a lesser crime. I was going to say, wouldn't it be more heinous? You'd think. Exactly. exactly. But see, so apparently the United States is not as, uh, you know, not the worst place on earth, is it? Think about it. Get back to me, right? Uh, good to know that other countries' justice system sucks as much as ours. No, it actually sucks more than ours. Mm -hmm. Five grown men attacked a 14-year-old child. I'm sure she wasn't the, uh, the least bit intimidated. Yeah, that's the other thing. Five guys attacked a 14-year-old. I'm sure she was terrified. Uh, ooh, well, God. Why was she unconscious? Uh, I think they knocked her out, I think. Well, here's Tara, a woman who comments, give the men alcohol and drugs. Oh, that's why she's unconscious. They gave her alcohol and drugs. Uh. Give the men alcohol and drugs and then tur take turns raping them. <laughs> Tara's a little pissed off about yes, it. And I understand is. that, Tara. I understand exactly why you would be. Uh, I don't really, but but again, I'm not saying that Spain's a puke hole or something. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying this whole idea that America is the worst place in the world because nobody gets justice. Are you insane? They got to be kidding themselves, don't you think? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I would imagine in any case, but. I, but on the flip side, there's also a lot of people out there that think America is like the greatest thing and their shit don't stink ever which is like also a bad thing to to yeah, view you know true. yeah it is not yeah, true. you gotta like 
be in the like like everybody's political leanings in this room yep. about we all like to be in the middle it's the same same concept you know like you got to remember that everything's not perfect but it's also yep. you know not you know it's the same so no that's exactly right it's yeah. is it the is it perfect no is it the worst no it's exactly. somewhere in the middle just yeah. calm down Everything is fine. I'm going to tell this Baghdadi one more time. Get a new hat. <laughs> that hat you have sucks. And I don't care if you're dead or not. It's a terrible hat. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, Ringo Starr got the band back together. The Beatles are together it's kind tough. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be tough with two of them <laughs> dead. It's going to be tough. A decades-old shout-out from John Lennon helped pave the uh, way toward Ringo Starr's latest single, a Beatles reunion of sorts. Paul McCartney plays bass on Grow Old With Me, which is one of the last songs written by Lennon. What's more, producer Jack Douglas inserted a guitar uh, riff from Here Comes the Sun by George Harrison. So we're all on, uh, on it now, says Starr. The song is on his new album, What's My Name. Lennon recorded a demo of the song in 1980 as he worked on Double Fantasy, but it was never recorded for the album per Reuters. It was hard to listen to the beginning because John talks about me, mentions me, Star tells Billboard. Lennon is heard on the demo saying, this would be great for you, Ringo. I love the song and the emotion of him speaking to me, Star 79 tells the outlet. He'd written the songs, other songs for me, but I thought, no, I'm going to do this one. I cannot believe that Ringo Starr is going to be 80 years old next year. Who was the youngest? Uh, youngest was George. Okay. Yeah, he was, he was. But George was not the youngest to hit about 85 packs of cigarettes a day. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? Uh, I just was talking to a friend of mine about getting off cigarettes. He, he's falling apart at the seams. Well, and yeah. he just Would you stop smoking? I know it's got to be. I was never addicted to smoking. I smoked for a few years, but then I quit when I was 21 and never started again. Matter of fact, I didn't have any trouble smoking. Cause I don't think I really inhaled. Because I would do that French inhale thing and then it would come right out my mouth. So I don't know if it ever got to my lungs. That, that doesn't get to your lungs. As you go. I don't know. No. No, it doesn't get to your lungs, so that's why it was easy for me to quit. I'm just thankful I never got hooked. I didn't get hooked on smoking. I'm not a heavy drinker. Yeah, just that heroin thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I never smoked. You know, I was never into pot. I was just... You're a pretty even keel guy, JB. Pretty even keel, man. I think my my vice as a kid was sports. Well, that's probably true, playing and watching. Right, so... I think our guest might be here. Maybe. Yeah. Somebody's talking out there. I hope it's them because otherwise it's a robber. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we got five minutes left here. I just want to make sure that they know they're in the right place. If you know what I'm saying. I will go check. Oh, good, go thanks. check. She's going to go check. That'll okay. be good. You got thanks, things Melissa. to run. I don't know about that. You know, it's. But no, I, let me go back uh, just a couple of seconds here. Ringo Starr getting back together with Paul McCartney on a John Lennon song in which George Harrison's guitar can be heard. Is a, is a thrill, and I can't wait to hear it. I am a huge Beatles fan, always have been, and it's really bizarre to me now. Okay, Andy, we're going to run it by you. Oh, no, I can't do it now because we just, I just read a story about them. Could you have named all the Beatles? Yeah. A lot of people can't anymore. A lot of people your age and younger no. cannot name the Beatles Which anymore. Like, what, Nobody yet? Okay. What world are they living in if they can't? Well, I mean, they've been, they haven't been together in what? 20 uh, 50. What? It'll be 50 years. Oh, well. Next year it's 50 years. I think it was 1970, wasn't it? I think the last time they played together was 1970, if I remember correctly. Well, when was John Lennon killed? 80. When is that? They didn't play for 10 years? Before? Yeah, he was, out, he was out of the band for a long time. I think that their last was uh, was on the rooftop, wasn't it, at Abbey Road? I think that was the last time they ever played together, wasn't it? Whatever happened to that whole um, hologram thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the prop. Yeah, you know. I'm, I'm guessing getting the rights to do that for the Beatles is a little expensive. Ooh, I would imagine it would be a worth a buck or two. Yeah, probably <laughs> true. I know. I, I would go see that though. I, I literally, I would go see if Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr played and did uh, holograms of the other two. I would, I would go see that. Absolutely, I'd go see it. I, hey, I would you, too. Have you ever seen uh, Phantom of the Opera? Mm-hmm. It's coming back, man. It's coming not, back in November. Not live. 
Oh, you got to see it live. I know. It's that's what I've phenomenal. Been told. I've I've seen the movie, obviously, but and I knew that it was a play, but it's really good. Yeah. Andy saw uh, Phantom of the Opera. Yes, I did. Where did you see it, Andy? I have no clue. <laughs> Her Majesty's Theater in London, England. Oh. Not bad, Andy. Mm-hmm. Not too shabby. Exactly. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, Lucky Andy. Me. Lucky you, Andy. Typical. <laughs> no, you, we should go definitely go see that when it's in town. Cause, you ever seen that, JB? No, I have not. You should go see it. It's It's pretty damn amazing. He's over there counting his. What are you doing? Over there. <laughs> oh, I thought he's counting his like French fries. <laughs> no, no, I just. He's got like a coin purse or something. Yes, I'm an old man. <laughs> what kind of Sammies did you have? I had a hamburger with uh, bacon and. Was it was cheese. it a Royale with cheese? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but it did have an English name. Oh, it did. Yeah, it was called the the English Stilton. Oh, that's a great oh, that's cheese, still, man. Ugh. I hate Stilton. What? Something, what? About, I don't know. I like blue cheese, but Stilton in particular is it is a little too sour for you? Nasty. <laughs> it can be sour. It's very, it's bitter to me. I didn't oh, know. yeah, that's true. It's not sour, it's bitter. You're right. Yep. I didn't know what Stilton meant. I thought maybe it was named after a guy or something. Will Chamberlain? <laughs> Stilton. Stilton. Wilton. Something. Um, I gotta, I gotta re-reference this Scorsese movie, uh, I don't know. I cannot sit in a movie theater for three and a half hours. Nope. I can't. I cannot do it. There's no way. So I'd love to go see it in the theater, but I gotta believe this is going to be in an hour twenty, hour twenty, hour twenty for me. I just I cannot sit and watch a movie for three and a half hours. No. no. I would. What, although I did with part two of Godfather. What movie is that? It's called The Irishman. No. no. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be phenomenal. Oh, that reminds me. So when we were in the cabin uh, during the snowstorm, we couldn't leave. Dances with Wolves was on oh, TV. Yeah. Um, they didn't have they don't have DVR. They don't have anything at the cabin, so we didn't record it. All right. And since it was on TV with ad breaks, it was like it, five it was blocked hours out for like five hours. Yeah. Because oh. it's a three-hour it's a three hour and one-minute movie, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Cancel so your all, plans for watching Dances we were, with Wolves. Yeah, we were watching it, and, and we did, it just kept going and going. And I was like, I feel like this, yeah, this movie like, has been on for, like, three hours already. And we look, and it's still on until, like, 3 a.m. And yeah. we're like, no, we're just going to bed. We're going to bed. Good night. <laughs> because it was, it was, like, probably a good five minutes of commercials every 15 every, minutes yeah. so it's just you know. insane well yeah it probably went three hours and you had another and then another two, two hours of commercials two hours of commercials yuck it was insane <laughs> oh man hey but he got to he got to see what it was like <laughs> tough road to hoe we will be back with hour two with the family